Welcome beauties, this is Normalized Growth with your girl Steph, where we demystify social norms and relationships with ourselves and others to foster growth and empower you to step into your truth. Please join me every other Sunday. Yes, every other Sunday. I was about to say every Sunday, but every other Sunday. (laughs) I will have new content. Uh, This month's series is called Talk to Me Nice. So I want to start this episode off by talking about toxic behaviors from our parents that made us unhealthy as adults. Um, Some of their techniques and traits that they held was passed down from them generations before. And as we do the collective work to heal from our generational patterns, we now know that some of them were toxic. We can even say most of them were toxic now that we're, we're in this space. But um, these traits and patterns just came from our family members, our ancestors, just trying to survive. And we all have to remember that these are learned traits and we can unlearn them. These toxic parenting techniques made us less functional in our adulthood. And the first one that I want to discuss is forcing children to eat all of their food or else. And this or else always came with an ultimatum. And it's also known as psychological blackmail. Um, I touched a little bit on this in my last episode. And, um, And it was when my mom was forcing me to eat everything that was on my on the plate regardless of the portion that she was giving me. She could have given me the portion that she would feed herself or my stepfather at the time. And, you know, then shaming me or guilting me into trying to eat that. Um, I remember crying at the table, telling her I'm stuffed. I don't want to eat anymore. And, you know, that wasn't heard, right? What she wanted to do was see that all the food was off of the plate. And I get it. She was working hard all day. Um, She would come home, cook for us. And she wanted to make sure that we had a good meal. Um, And majority of the time, this is coming from a place of, you know, just wanting to make sure that your family is good. And I get that. Um, However, we have to change that because as adults, we now realize that we have problems. We don't have a good relationship with food. Um, And that passes down. If we don't unlearn those behaviors or try to navigate that, then as parents, we pass that down to our children. So now as an adult, I don't have a healthy relationship with food. However, I am now unlearning so my daughter doesn't have to. And so as a new parent, I had anxiety about my daughter not eating. And it was out of fear and psychological conditioning that she was going to be unhealthy. My family would tell me how skinny my daughter is and if I'm feeding her. And in Latinx households, you're either eating too much or too little. You're too fat or you're too skinny. Um, And that's horrible. 
and not and another thing is like our at the time at least with my mom she didn't realize how unhealthy that was and she was just doing her best right um and now as me as a parent and realizing and noticing that that's unhealthy i change that with my daughter and then hopefully you know if she decides to have children she already has the foundation to have a healthy relationship with food so force feeding invokes guilt and shame so the way that my mom used to guilt me into eating is by telling them and I'm guilty of doing it (laughs) with my daughter and you know as I wanted to as I started to create this episode I realized that I did do that in the beginning when you know I was a new parent and didn't and was letting societal pressures family ideals and just like that pressure um to parent a certain way and how unhealthy that was and how I was perpetuate perpetrating that onto my daughter um so another thing that a lot of parents do is to shame them by comparing them to other children's bodies and showing them that their body was the quote-unquote ideal form. Um, Which is crazy because, you know, we all come in different sizes, shapes, and it's just a spectrum of us. And to think that we can live up to that, um, it's insane, right? And, you know, now we're dealing with it in our adulthood and especially as women, we have all these pressures to be this ideal size, weight, frame, look, right? The quote-unquote more European look. Um, And that's not true for all of us, especially for me. I'm more top-heavy than I am anything else. So just because I'm top-heavy, I look a little larger than someone who isn't. And, you know, for me, I had to battle that. I had to tell myself, like, it's okay. I've had situations or I've been in mind states where I wanted to um, reduce my breasts because I couldn't fit into certain shirts the way I would like to. But, you know, throughout time, I've learned to embrace that and just accept my body as is. And now I I now know that, you know, I'm beautiful as I am. I came across an article on psychologytoday.com. And in this article, Raj talks about hunger patterns, that children need to learn hunger patterns. So that triggered a thought in me. And... I thought about how we also should know when we're full, but 
being that our parents um, force fed us to eat more than what our bodies needed at that moment, we don't know what full is. Um, at least those are my thoughts. Um, then there is, then I went to do a little bit more research and I found a manuscript by Leanne Birch, Dr. Leanne Birch, Jennifer S. Savage, and Alison Ventura. Um, and it's on influences on the development of children's eating behaviors from infancy to adolescent. And in that um, manuscript, they talk about how our past generations or past family member members um, dealt with food scarcity and how now we have an overabundance of food and now we are overeating and how that trauma from not having enough food plays into the way we parent. Um, so at least an over overabundance of food in houses that don't have food insecurity, right? Just like I've mentioned in other episodes, children imitate their parent or caregivers and this manuscript ugh, manuscript <laughs> um, discusses that that children learn their eating patterns from observing eating habits from their caregivers or parents. So it's a very interesting read. And for those that want to know more, a little bit more about it, um, I'll have it linked in my bio. You can just click on my link tree and select um, influences on the development of children's eating behaviors. And I'll have it there. Um, so I want to take it back a little bit and kind of like discuss as you know as a parent from a a parent standpoint especially me doing this work um we will always be unhappy with the level uh the level of food that our children are eating what and how our children are eating um and we just have to release that control and fear could you imagine if your mom knew how and what you eat today as an adult, do you think your parents would be happy? Probably not. Um, so we have to get to know our children and give them the autonomy to decide when, what, when, what they want to eat. So children are a lot more intuitive than us. And we have to trust that they know their bodies better than us. And you know, if you really think about it, do you want somebody telling you what to eat, how much to eat? And imagine you sitting that down at the table, eating a meal, you're full, and your partner, whoever it is, telling you, no, you have to eat more. You know how horrible that would feel? So I just encourage parents or even brothers, sisters, whoever has a child in their household, just you know, give them that autonomy to decide to decide that. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to starve. You have food in the fridge. A child will go into the fridge and grab what they want. Um, and it's funny because the other day, 
in the weekend, I was hanging out with a friend and her son just goes towards the fridge. He opens it up and he grabs a spoon. Mind you, he's like, I think he's almost two. And he grabs the cup of fruit and he brings it to his mom. He's like, hey, (laughs) I want to eat this. Um, so children are a lot smarter than we as adults make it seem. Um, and like I said, they also are a lot more intuitive than us. They don't have this social conditioning yet. So y'all here are some quick key takeaways. Don't force feed your kids. Encourage intuitive eating release control and fear and be the role model or be the model person you want your children to be so if you want them to eat healthy so should you if you or someone you know is struggling with food insecurity reach out to your local pantry community organizations there are community fridges popping up in neighborhoods from new york to cali you don't have to pay or give information you just open the fridge and grab what you need You can also help by filling up your local community fridge. If you need help with attaining any of this information, feel free to reach out to me on all socials at normalize.growth. My DMs are open or you can email me at normalize.growth at gmail.com. Also, for those in Texas struggling right now because of the recent events, if you need help in any way, reach out to Soli Heart. At solely at at <laughs> solely dot heart on Instagram, um, they are on the ground in Texas and helping those in need. Feel free to hit them up in their DMs or um, hit them up in their Cash App, which they have on their Instagram page. Thank you for your time. Until next time. Thank you for joining me today. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and got something out of it. Um, Every time I do this, I want to make sure that someone's getting something or learning something. So I hope that is happening. Um, Remember, I'm always posting a new episode on Sunday every two weeks. This time I was a little late. You know, I just didn't have the creative the creative, whatever you want to call it, the creative energy to uh, post up a episode on Sunday. But I'm going to try to be as consistent as possible. And um, I want to hear from you guys. So if you like this episode, definitely let me know. Um, you can follow me on all of my socials at normalize.growth um, on Instagram as well as Twitter. Um And, you know, my growth is your growth and I hope we can grow together until next time.